You know, life is busy, but so is Satan. This is 5 Minutes in Coffee, brought to you by The Christian Strain. My name is Jerry, and I'd like to spend 5 awesome minutes discussing the inspired Word of God. How do you like your coffee? Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes in Coffee. Today I have two guests, Chris Paxson and Rose Spiller, from No Trash, Just Truth, Proverbs 910 Ministries podcast. The link will be in the show notes. Please have a listen to our discussion. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Proverbs 910 Ministries podcast, No Trash, Just Truth. We're your hosts and co-founders of Proverbs 910 Ministries, Rose Spiller and Chris Paxson. Today, we're excited to be doing a combined episode with our new friend and fellow podcaster, Jerry Breville. Jerry's the host of the podcast, Five Minutes and Coffee five minutes and coffee. Jerry Breville is a University of Central Florida alumni. He attended UCF for undergraduate and graduate school and is currently working in healthcare. Jerry's a Haitian American from Bradenton, Florida, who's bilingual in English and Haitian Creole. He's married to his wife of eight years and has two children and is expecting a third very, very soon or anytime. (laughs) Any day. Jerry, congratulations on the new baby, and thanks so much for doing this episode with us. Before we dive into the episode, why don't you tell everyone what your inspiration and purpose behind your podcast, Five Minutes in Coffee, was? The inspiration behind this podcast was I enjoy talking about God's Word. It's my favorite thing. I'm Honestly, I feel like I am a teacher at heart, although I am not a teacher. I love teaching. And I've been wanting to do a podcast, and I, the only thing I could think of that I could ever share was God's words because of how much it carries me and helps me throughout my personal life. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well, I've listened to several episodes of Five Minutes and Coffee, Five Minutes and Coffee already, and I'm looking forward to listening to more of them. On your podcast, you take various topics and you speak biblical truth into those. Where do you get your ideas for your episodes? Honestly, I just pray about it and ask God for guidance. And most of the time it comes when I'm actually reading the Bible. I try to keep a daily, well, I keep a daily habit of reading my Bible or when I'm just going about life and something happens. And then I realize I have to have a Christian response. And I'm like, oh, this is a good episode. (laughs) So any future plans for your podcast or any other projects in the works besides a new baby? (laughs) As far as I know, um, I'm not really sure because when I first was talking about doing a podcast, everyone was saying, well, you should record and then do videos. That's the big thing. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And then now I'm recording videos. So honestly, I just pray God's will be done, that he gets the glory. Uh, And as of now, I'm just enjoying doing it. And wherever it goes, as long as it makes God happy, I'm happy. Amen to that. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So Jerry, this last question transitions into our topic for today. What's the one thing you want your listeners to come away with when they're listening to Five Minutes and Coffee? The main thing that I want anyone to get when they listen to it is that the Bible's message is very simple. Sometimes when we hear lectures, it's very technical and it's very specific, and it almost sounds it almost sounds like something that you can't grasp. So what I hope to do is just to bring God's word to a simpler message so that we know that all we have to do is our part. We don't have to do God's part. We just have to do our part. And that's what I hope listeners get, that the Bible is very simple and it really does enhance your life. I love that. And I love how you use object lessons. I think that really does simplify teaching complex truths. 
Yeah. Did you hear his one about falling off his bike? I did. I did listen to that. I'm a terrible bike rider. (laughs) But anyway. Well, thanks, Jerry. Let's get started. We're excited to get started. And we encourage all of you listening to check out Jerry's podcast. It's on all major podcast platforms. Okay. So let's dive into our episode. Jerry, the topic was your idea. So why don't you introduce what we're going to be discussing today? So this idea comes from whenever you are truly passionate about anything, whether it's sports, driving, cooking, fishing, exercising, when you are passionate about something, oftentimes somebody will say something that may not be entirely accurate or may be misleading. And then you have this desire to want to correct it, you know, because it's your baby Mm -hmm. and you just have this desire. So that from that idea, the topic of what is one thing you wish your listeners knew about God. And that's where that topic comes from. What is the one thing I wish I could just tell everybody about God? That way they at least have that aspect of who God is. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I think that's great. So why don't you start then? Why don't you start with what's the one thing you want people to know about God? The one thing that I wish that everyone knew about God is that what it means when we hear the term God loves you. In my mind, I think many people, when they hear that, they think of, if God loves me, he should be my genie. Hmm. <laughs> you know, many people, they won't say that verbally, you know, they'll deny it. But I believe in behavior, we act that way. And the reason why I think that is because whenever something goes wrong, you know, we say something along the lines of this. If God really loved me, he would do X, Y, and Z. You know, that's that genie talk of, if God loves me, he would do this. If I could tell anybody one thing, it's just that what it means for God to love you. So if we don't have a relationship with God, God is just this distant entity that affects us somehow. But I think in order to understand how God loves you, he has to stop being God, distant entity, and he has to become God, your father, God, someone who loves you. For instance... When you think of a parent, you know, and not just any parent, but a good parent, what good parent would give their child candy before bed, no matter how much they beg and plead? What same parent? (laughs) Yeah, I know, especially if you want to get rest. And, And I think God does the same thing. He asks us to stay away from spiritual practices that are not nourishing. You know, our parents, good parents will make us go to school even when we don't want to so that we can be the best. God does the same thing. He puts us in positions to learn and to grow. And even a good parent will see beyond your current vision. You know, my children, they do not understand why I make them clean up their mess, why they are learning about laundry and why they are learning about cleaning up after themselves. Because the only thing that they see is what's in front of them. But as a loving parent, my job is to teach them to learn these things so that when they become adults, they are fully functioning. And I believe that's the one thing I want people to know is that God loves you means that God loves you as a good father would, not as a genie. That's a great one. I love that. Yep. That's exactly right. Chris, you want to go next? Sure. So the one thing that I wish all Christians knew and understood is God's sovereignty over every single thing. Uh, One of Rose and I's favorite commentators and teachers uh, was R.C. Sproul, and he used to say, there's not one rogue molecule in the universe. God is providentially working out his plans through every single thing that happens. And as you say those words, someone's always going to ask you or always wants to know if that means that we're like robots walking around who God's controlling. Um, But the truth of the matter is, 
we're freely making our choices down here. And some of those choices are whether to obey God or to sin. We have no idea what God has planned. So we are making those choices freely down here. And that's why we're responsible for them and why we deserve the punishment for sin. You know, God never causes us to sin. He doesn't have to. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Um, and I, the, the sovereignty of God is crucial in understanding other things in Christian, you know, in the Christian life too. When we know that God's in control of everything, we know we're not at the hands of chance or fate. And that means that we can relax and trust that he's in charge of the situation and working it out for our good and for his glory. And now that might mean our spiritual good, which is becoming more like Jesus. And that might not be pretty or feel pretty, but <laughs> it's good. And knowing and trusting in God's sovereignty, you know, in that way can lead us to contentment too. You know, when we know he's in charge and things aren't the way we want them to be, we can still have a peace and contentment because we know that it's for our good, even if we can't understand it. So yeah. if we're sick, nobody wants to be sick. But if you are, you can have peace about it and know it's for good in some way. And, you know, some of the other things, you know, God's sovereignty uh, frees us to move ahead when we're making our plans and, and our decisions without being worried and stressed about whether one plan is better than another plan somehow. And that we aren't, you know, one plan, we don't have to worry about God's God having a second plan that's better than our plan and that we're not picking that one. We can just move straight mm -hmm. ahead with our plans and watch how God unfolds it or puts a roadblock in front of it. God's in control and that's freeing and comforting. When talking about God's sovereignty, I think the most important thing, um, and one of the most important things, is knowing that he's sovereign in our salvation. I think that's huge because in that way, he gets all the glory of it. He gets all the glory for saving you. You can't even take glory for the decision that you make because without him starting your heart to do that, you couldn't have done it. Amen. And so God's sovereignty all the way. That's my thing. Love it too. And Jerry, when you suggested the topic for this episode, I even messaged it to you. I said, how am I possibly going to pick one? And I was actually going to pick God's sovereignty, but Chris picked it. So then I thought, okay, what's important? You picked love, which would be another crucial one that I would want people to know. But there's another truth that I think is extremely important to grasp. And that's that God's holy. Mm. I think that gets lost today in culture. Yes. God's holiness, it's not just one attribute, it permeates every attribute about him. And like I said, it might be the least respected attribute of mm -hmm. all by the world. There's a culture today, even within churches, that wants no parts of theology, which is basically the study of God. So what happens is that the God that's worshipped, or maybe he's not even worshipped, but maybe he's just appreciated or maybe he's considered a good friend or like you said, Jerry, a genie, hmm. but whatever they consider him, he's not the God from scripture. He's a God of their own making. And this is a huge problem today. And the cause of why God's holiness isn't respected. People don't know the God from scripture. You know, I recently had an encounter with someone about this very thing. I had posted something on Facebook at our Proverbs 910 ministry site and it was like a meme and it said, you cannot demean the value of unborn life without demeaning the value of all life. And a woman commented and she was pushing back and she was pushing back about what I said and about the Bible. 
And she, you know, right away, people love to like pull something out of the Bible and say, well, God did this. And so she talked about how God ordered the killing of people. And she was referring to in the book of Joshua, uh, when he tells him to go in and take the promised land. And she said, so God does it. So how's abortion wrong? We're just doing what God was doing in the Bible. Hmm. And I always find this, you know, and I explained to her, God is the holy creator. And as such, he can do whatever he wants with his creation. But we can't. We can't. <laughs> we don't live by the same rules as God. Yeah. And he certainly doesn't live by the same rules as we Absolutely do. Absolutely not. He's the rule giver. And we went back and forth a lot. And I was very, try you know, I was trying to gently and patiently explain and re-explain that God is not at our level. He's the almighty. We're made from dirt. Absolutely. And she wasn't getting it. And her last response was something like, well, what you're saying is like saying the president of the United States can murder someone, but we can't. Ugh. And, you know, I finally just answered with an Ugg emoji. <laughs> Uh, and I, I'd like to say she's an exception, but sadly, I think she's in the majority. And I think a lot of people today think that God and us are peers. Oh, yeah. I think you're right. Because Jesus is just our friend. Right. That's and how they, they don't, think they don't expand yeah. that. Mm -hmm. you know, or like, like you said, Jerry, he's, he's our genie. That's right. I agree with that. And, you know, when I think of God's holiness, you know, I think of, you know, this adult, you know, maybe you can think of yourself and a child, whether it's your niece or nephew or, you know, a friend. And I just think of me having on my Sunday best and I look good and I feel good. And this muddy child wants to come and give me a hug. And it's like, whoa, mm. you know, don't don't mess up my clothes. I, and, you know, and I just think of that's God's holiness. Oh, we just want to present what we have to him, regardless of what it looks like or feels like. And we don't understand that in approaching God, we are to conduct ourselves as holy, you know, because, you know, in all that we're saying is God is God. And it's, we can't even begin to understand how big that statement is. So I, I agree with you that holiness is not something to be taken lightly. Well, our Proverbs 9:10 ministry, Proverbs 9:10 says, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And if you read the Bible, fear is not a scared fear where you're terrified because you don't have to be. If you belong to Jesus, you have complete confidence going before God because he sees Jesus as righteousness, not ours. But there should be a little intrepidation because we're right. not even worthy to be near God. So there should be a reverent awe as we approach Absolutely. And I And I believe that that's that, you know, it's not immediate. So... It must not be true. You know, when we think of certain diseases, even with COVID-19, because for some people it's so immediate, you know, a lot of people are taking precautions. Or if it was some something like what happened to us in the Bible, something immediate. But because God is so loving and forgiving, he's actually allowing people to disrespect his sovereignty right. and his holiness and his love because he'd rather have them with him, loving them as his children and I just believe that we have to be careful that we don't take his patience for a opportunity to have a free fall with sin. That's a great point yes, because as scripture says, he's not going to be patient forever. That's what I was just thinking. He's putting up with stuff for a time, yeah. but then it'll end. I, I just want to read Isaiah 6, 2 to 5, because it, it tells of his glory. And it says, above him stood the seraphim, 
each had six wings. With two, he covered his face. And with two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew. And one called to the other and said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called and the house was filled with smoke. R.C. Sproul has a great take on this. Holy is the only attribute of God that's used three times in a row. He's not holy. He's not holy, holy. He's holy, holy, holy. And as we know, three times in the Bible is complete, complete. Yes. <laughs> so his holiness is part of everything. Jerry, you talked about his love. It's not just any love. It's a holy love like you described. And Chris talked about his sovereignty. It's not just some mean kid on an anthill with a magnifying glass. No. It's a holy sovereignty. Right. Amen. And praise God that things are just not just up to chance, you know, that everything that happens, he's in absolute control of. And like like you were saying, the peace that comes from that, from his love and from his holiness, we, we serve an, an awesome God, a mighty God. But if you don't know God, sometimes I wonder how can anyone go through this life without knowing God? Because that is a huge void that cannot be completed by anything because God is so immense. We were just talking about that today with the COVID thing, whether it's that you're scared about COVID or whether you're just frustrated with the way things are going, or you're just tired of, you know, not knowing what the truth is. It just, if you didn't know God, we can't even imagine going through it. And I think it's awesome. We, we all picked the attributes separately, but you know, they all blend so beautifully together. That's right. Amen. That's because he's that's because God is providentially <laughs> controlling everything, right? <laughs> yes. Anything you want to add, Jerry? Any last comments or things you want to add? No, I, I am very grateful um, to have been able to connect with you. Um, and I've shared this with a couple of others. When I initially reached out, you know, wanting to collaborate with many other Christian podcasts, I seriously thought I was only going to meet about three people. And then within half an hour, it was just full of people who professed their love of God wanting to collaborate. And I want to say that, you know, my heart is filled, you know, that you would reach out to me and want to collaborate with me. So thank you so thank much. You. Oh, we're thrilled to death. I saw all the responses you have. So when you, yeah. were, when you messaged me, I was like, cool, because I, <laughs> I saw you had a lot of responses. Right. We really appreciate it. We, we were looking forward to it all week. So. Yeah, I tried to reach out um, to as many as I could, but after a while, it, it just got to be too much. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you have to schedule everybody and you've got a baby on the way. Well, we hope this isn't yeah. the last time we do something together. Yeah, we hope not. Yeah, I, definitely not. If it's the Lord's will, definitely not. Yep. Great. All right. Well, thank you again, Jerry. All right. Thank you. Enjoy your evening and, or afternoon, I should say, and be safe. No, enjoy this day that God has blessed us with. All right. You we'll too. We will we'll be listening to your podcast. Yeah. And thanks again. Well, I'll definitely be listening to yours and I will be sharing your podcast because I, I appreciate anyone who is willing to discuss the word of God in spirit and truth. Well, it happens to be our favorite thing to do too. Yeah, it so. does. Absolutely. <laughs> Have a blessed day, Jerry. All right. You too. We've run out of time for this episode, but there is always time to please God. Stay connected with me. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Christian Strength. And we might just find time for another five minutes in coffee.